Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Mr. Robot. titled EPS 2.7 underscore init underscore 5 dot FVE. Oh, make it up for the most unreadable title we've ever had, <laughs> with uh, something that's actually not that bad this time around. Yay! Uh, anyway, bunch of stuff going on here, lots to talk about. First and foremost, so this episode opens with essentially a rundown of everything we missed while Elliot was withholding the fact that he was in prison. Sort of filling in the blanks here. Uh, We start off, end of season one, with that knock at the door he had. We finally know what that was about. That was the FBI coming to arrest his ass. And they took him in, they processed him. Uh, He pleads guilty to the hacking charges. We find out why he got arrested, by the way. It was the goddamn asshole who was cheating on his wife with a bunch of women, including Krista. Uh, He abused the shit out of his dog. That asshole got him arrested. That asshole got him in jail. And oh my god, the smug, the, the smug look on his face when Elliot, like, gets charged and gets sentenced. He's just like, good riddance, asshole, or adios, asshole, or something like that. And he's just like, he's got the smug look on his face, like, heh, I won. Like, just, oh, what a dick! I hate that guy! I hate him so much! He's the worst! He's the worst person! I hate him so much. Uh, Throughout this entire process, by the way, of Elliot pleading guilty, Mr. Robot is just freaking out. Like, what the hell are you doing? He's getting all up in the judge's face, saying, like, clearly he's crazy. He's not of sound mind. Uh, Just let him... (laughs) Let him go. Let, let Let him go away. Please. 
Uh, and then Elliot gets taken into prison. Uh, we see Ray's little right-hand asshole. He was one of the guards. Uh, we see Ray for the first time in, like, prison guys. Uh, turns out he was the warden. Ray was the warden of the entire prison. So, yeah. That's a thing. And we see him sort of meeting Leon, and Leon saying, like, hey, you gotta have a routine. You gotta have a routine so that you can, like, just sort of make it through the day. Sort of planting the seeds in Elliot's mind of his regiment to keep out Mr. Robot. Uh, Leon gets him the notebook, we see, that he's writing in the entire time. Uh, and then he gets put into his cell and starts the mom's house illusion. And he's like, okay, that's everything you missed. We then cut to present day. Elliot's getting out. He's being released. Uh, Darlene meets him on the outside. And uh, immediately they plunge back into F-Society shit. Darlene's freaking out because, like, Mobley and Trenton are gone. We don't know where they are. Uh, Frickin' Stage 2 is a thing. We don't know what Stage 2 is, what the Dark Army's planning. And so they go back to Cisco. Cisco, by the way, very pissed that Darlene hit him in the face with a bat. But Cisco and Darlene are having a bit of an argument. And it's about at this point that we start to realize, and we see this throughout the entire episode, that the link between Elliot and Mr. Robot, their whole balance, is... I think it's fair to say glitching. Like, for whatever reason, that harmony they've had... Is just completely destabilizing. Mr. Robot will take over. And then Elliot will be. Somewhere else entirely. And realize he's not in control of his own body. And then just go. Hey! And then Elliot will just be thrust, ba- thrust back in. To his own mind. Just and with neither of them having any clue as to what's happening. Like, they'll just switch back and forth between the two for seemingly no reason. And it's really bizarre. It's really just incredibly bizarre and strange. But despite this glitching, Elliot still manages to soldier on. Uh, They convince Sisko to get him in contact with his Dark Army superiors... Uh, They also managed to hack one of the dudes from the Dark Army and basically give him, like, an active mic so they can hear all of the dude's conversations. So Elliot and Sisko go to this meet. The Dark Army dude's like, what the hell is this? We're leaving. We're effing off. And Elliot's like, hey! What's stage two? 
And the dude just kind of looks at him like, huh? And then leaves. So they've learned nothing. But they still have that mic on that dude's phone. That live mic on that dude's phone. And Darlene's listening to that and 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 listening to that. Uh, We should also mention, this is about as good a time as any to talk about this. Remember that uh, failed VHS recording of that FBI F-Society video? The one where Darlene unmasks and her face can very clearly be seen? Yeah, well, turns out they left that in Susan Jacobs' house. And now Cisco has to go get it. So he goes to retrieve it. But we see him kind of grab it and then hear something. Maybe someone's in the house. And he's just like going, what have I walked into? We're not entirely sure. And that's the last we see of Cisco throughout this episode. But after, like, Cisco leaves to get the VHS tape, Elliot leaves to go home, Darlene continues to monitor the dude's conversations, and they see him talking to someone, and they're like, I just talked to Elliot. He wanted to know what stage two was. And then they're like, wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. Stage two is his plan. Whatever this stage two thing was, some side of Elliot caused this. I think we know what. I think it's safe to say we can... We can assume to know which side of Elliot put stage two into motion... It starts with an M and ends with Ister Robot. But Darlene's looking at this like, what? So Elliot has been running around this entire episode being like, what's stage two? What's stage two? What's stage two? Turns out stage two is Elliot's plan, or rather, probably Mr. Robot's plan. So Darlene's looking at this in complete confusion. Uh, There's a knock on the door. She answers it. We don't know who it is. We just know there's someone there. While all this is happening, Angela makes use of that rubber ducky that Mobley gave her. And she launches this heist to get her hands on some Washington Township files. So she gets that. We have this really, really great sequence of her getting all those files, she puts them all on a USB, and takes them down to this regulatory committee. Uh, I forget the name of the organization, but it's something to make sure the exact type of shit that E-Corp's doing doesn't happen. I forget the name of it, but she takes it down to them, and they're like, wow, uh, Man, this is this is big. Okay, uh, I'm going to take this to my superiors, and we're going to get this out there. And then Angela meets some lady who takes her down a hallway, basically reveals that even though Angela's wish to remain anonymous, they know everything about her. 
And then Angela starts to realize this is shady as shit. And then decides to get the hell out of there. Something weird's going on. With this whole business. So she takes the files with her. She has been effectively intimidated. And just F's off back to her apartment. Where she gets a visit from Dom. Saying, hey, look. Ollie told me about the CD. It's like the first thing he said. A couple months ago. We've been investigating you ever since. This is going to catch up to you. So just turn yourself into me. Let me help you. Or you're screwed. Or you're just going to get thrown in a dark cell. And she just leaves. So mic drop from Dom. Angela's screwed. Meanwhile, White Rose is off doing White Rose stuff. She pisses on the former CEO of E-Corp's grave. Apparently, that former CEO of E-Corp decided to mess with her Washington Township plant. She did not like that, so she had him murdered. That's a thing that happened. And then she... Transferring to he, showing up as a man. He talks to Price. And Price is like, Look, my attempts to get a bailout have been unsuccessful. Which means I can't keep every single one of our facilities open. So the government's gonna seize your plant. Unless... China gives us a loan at a 0% interest rate as a gesture of good faith. And they have this really tense meeting where you're like, pretty sure White Rose is just about to have Price murdered. And Price, like, almost listening to his slash her thoughts is like, oh, you're gonna have me murdered. That's not going to stop the government. You're in a corner. You're backed into a corner. And you can't do anything except give me what I want. Because I would rather see you lose than win myself. Either way, you're screwed. Goes on a whole monologue about how he's a mercenary and will rain chaos down upon him. It's this great moment. And then White Rose is like, This can be arranged. (laughs) I can get you that loan. And then we get this ending. Where Elliot goes back home. And is like, That's Tyrell's SUV. Parked right in front of my building. What the hell? He walks up to it. Window rolls down. It's Joanna. Joanna's approaching Elliot. Something's about to happen. But we don't know what because we go to credits like right at this moment. Um, yeah. That's where we are right now. 
I'm gonna shut up. We got like three episodes left. Anything can happen. Well, not anything. I know exactly what's about to happen. But if you're the first, if you're a first time Mr. Robot viewer, anything can happen. Holy crap, these last two episodes are real, real good. I can't wait to talk about them. I'm gonna shut up now. Uh, if you like this, Fave the podcast, anchor.fm, slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just to push up a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark pledges a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support their show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 10. Talk to you then.